welcome to Open Your Toys Cast. This is our official BotCon Especial. I am a Slick McFavorite. And I am Mrs. McFavorite. <laughs> if you're not able to tell the difference, this is the one and only Saber from SabertronToys.com. This be me. How's everyone out there? So we just got back from BotCon, or at least got back last night, and so we're going to recap everything while, while it's a little fresh in our mind. Um, normally, Open Your Toys Cast is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. Especially for today, it's only Transformers. Transformers all day, every day. You got it. Transformers times four. <laughs> so you can reach us at OpenYourToys.com. Uh, you can email me at Slick at OpenYourToys.com. Uh, you can look at my website, SabertronToys.com. You can email directly through there, or you can email me at SabertronToys at AOL.com. Find me on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, boom. Really? AOL.com? At AOL.com. <laughs> What are you, twelve in nineteen ninety-eight? Oh, oh I had oh I shouldn't say the dot com. <laughs> no, I'm saying you shouldn't be on AOL. Oh no 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 no. I love AOL. <laughs> I don't like those other ones. Too hard to type. <laughs> uh you can follow me on Twitter at uh at Slick McFavorite. You got it. Sabertron Toys is pretty easy. Twitter me, <laughs> Facebook me, same name. All right. You can also uh find me on Facebook at uh Facebook.com slash Open your toys. Do you want to give your Facebook? Sabertron Toys. <laughs> All right. It's real easy. And then, of course, if you want to uh, let us know what you think about BotCon or any other kind of toy-related stuff, you can leave us a voicemail at 720-235-TOYS. That's 720-235-8697. All right. Well, what are you drinking, Saber? <laughs> <laughs> a glass of water. <laughs> Saber, Saber is a very healthy, natural person, um, but me, as usual, I'm poisoning my body. Uh, Saber was nice enough to hook me up with uh, a couple shots of uh, tequila talking juice. And, uh, Surrounded by spiders. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and I'm drinking Foster's, Australian for BotCon. Oh, I like that. So, <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into BotCon stuff. Uh, we didn't prepare any show notes. This is kind of off the cuff. We're going to be looking at photos essentially uh, from our phone. Uh, we're going to be kind of running through the uh, weekend's events based on the cool little badge that they give you that has the schedule on the back. So, um, first up Thursday. Um, so, uh, I flew into Orlando. Saber was nice enough to pick me up. It was pretty well timed. You said you had just gotten, well, a almost just gotten in a when semi I semi perfect pickup. So that was nice. Uh, went and checked into the hotel, headed back out. Uh, when we headed, when we headed to the hotel and then headed to the con, that's when I realized that, uh, the place I booked while saying it was 30 minutes on the map turned out that, uh, yeah, during traffic, it's like 45 minutes to an hour away from the con. And I tried to get Slick to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show, but he wanted to be the double tour guy, double shotgun. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I'm a little, you know, Miss McFavorite will tell you, I'm, I'm a little controlling with the driving. I want to tell you, hey, you're in an exit only lane. Hey, this guy's trying to get in. And so, so it was a, it was a little, it was interesting all week. Yeah, I learned to let go a little bit. So, uh, we got to the con. Uh, lines were much better. I had a 6 p.m. check in. And what was yours? Eight? Uh, let's see. Or were you seven? And I was the third one. Okay. So you were eight. Because it was, it would be six, seven, eight, and nine. Uh, so I got in line right away. The first cool thing. So I'm standing in line. The guy that gets in behind me, him and, uh, and another woman that, that's been at every botcon I've been to, uh, we just started bullshitting. We're talking about shit. And so I, I'm almost up to pick up my package. And, uh, and, and I finally asked the guy behind me, so what do you do? And he's like, I'm a writer. Well, when I first got in line, he was talking to somebody and I thought the guy had said, Oh, are you, you still with IDW? And, and he had said yes. And I, and I said, Oh, you're a writer. Are you with IDW? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, kind of. And, and his name was Jim. And right then I'm like, Sorensen? And, Sure enough, fucking one of the co-authors of the AllSpark Almanac, one of the best Transformers books in general, and then the de facto definitive guide to Transformers Animated. So that was awesome. I fucking bullshitting with one of the fucking one of my uh, Transformers idols, I guess you could say, the and entire time. I can't add anything to that because I was in the eight o'clock line. <laughs> <laughs> So uh picked up the package pretty easy, about 45 minutes through there. That was about the same as last year. Uh, then I got back, I got into the souvenir line, uh, saving spots for uh, Sabre. Um, we also, I also, uh, on the flight in, saw somebody in front of me playing War for Cybertron. Younger guy, had a wife with him. Uh, finally, at the end of the flight, I kind of said, you know, Hey, by chance, are you going to BotCon? Sure enough. Dude, right in front of me on my flight in. So he was, he was right behind me and, or right to the side of me because he had a different last name. So that was kind of cool. Met somebody on my flight in. Except for the fact that he was a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it turns out that he's a Boulder PD, which yeah. I won't hold that against him too much, but, uh, Popo. <laughs> uh, so souvenir line wasn't bad i no, mean i'm especially nice compared to again because you did the classes last year you got to skip all that no uh, i did the bus tours oh the bus tours yeah. so that allowed you to pick up your package early mm -hmm. so last year saber got to skip the registration line go straight to the store so he was done like that i saw you that evening and uh you guys were in that line forever fucking like three three and a half <laughs> hours dude that's funny this this time around it took us maybe about 45 minutes to get through yeah. so uh picked up all the souvenirs uh did we do anything that night? Or that was pretty much about it, right? Uh, we had chicken wings for dinner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And um, that was pretty much it. It was a, a simple night. Not too big a deal. Yeah. Uh, next day, woke up. Uh, I promised myself I wasn't going to do this, but of course I did. I have a horrible tendency to wake up late. 
to, mm-hmm. to inconvenience other people, mostly my wife for the most part, but now I was inconveniencing Saber. So woke up a little late Friday, rushing around, uh, uh, finally got out, head into the, the traffic wasn't too bad. No, I thought it was going to be a lot worse. No, it wasn't that bad. And, um, what, one of my little rules is, well, I, I tend to get under people's skins when they hear my voice. So I wasn't going to wake you up myself because you would have hated me the entire trip. So I was going to wait the first morning out and see what you said. <laughs> Yeah, I wake up and I'm like, I slipped through my alarm and, and Saber's like fully ready. He's fucking taking care of his fucking business and shit like that. I'm like, damn. Uh, uh, so let's see. Uh, first thing was we made it. Uh, we were a little late for the Takara Tomi, but mm-hmm. you didn't. You went straight to the store, right? You didn't do Takara. We're talking about my memory here, right? <laughs> you know me. I uh, let's see. What did we do? Tell me, slick. Well, did you see the Asian guys that designed the original Transformers? Yeah, remember you took a picture with and the guy with the masterpiece line, and then that's when the camera left you. Oh no! It was day. shortly. That was one of the first. Those were one of the few pictures I got. But, yeah, uh, damn it. Okay, so so we did that panel. It was cool to hear about essentially the godfathers of our shit i mean uh one of the guys and i'm sorry i'm not even going to try to pronounce the names <laughs> but uh uh the guy that designed the first transformer sunstreaker mm-hmm. um and uh and designed some of the main ones like soundwave uh, uh soundwave uh uh prowl ones like that so well i didn't before know that- they were even transformers they were they were first you know microman you know and then they were car branded robots. as uh diaclone. diaclone but yeah but car robot uh so yeah so that was awesome and uh, yoki i didn't realize that he was connected to every single transformer ever made yeah, That's yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, that he's been on the team yeah. since day one till now, and that dude looks so young. Yeah. I mean, he looks like he's twenty eight, and if so, if he's he was started in seventy seven. You know, that's when they started that kind of evolution all the way up to the Transformers and now. So 33, even if he was 18 when he started, he's got to be 51. But that's guy. why we collect toys. It keeps us young. <laughs> exactly. Proof is in the pudding. <laughs> um, uh, so not, did you do the Bob Budiansky? Yeah, I did panel? that one. Yeah, it was cute. Yeah, so so Bob was the one that uh, originally wrote uh, most of the original Transformer profiles for the comic. He kind of he had to come up with the treatment and and where they were going to go and some of the fiction. Uh, and he was saying he did it in like a weekend. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Like yeah. the, these characters that we, we revere even to this day, he's like, yeah, I had to do it in a weekend Four or three or four other guys didn't want to do it. They asked me fifth, fourth or fifth. And he's like, sure. Spent a weekend and created some of the most unforgettable characters. Well, it's true with a lot of musicians too. Some of the creative, uh, the most creative music was created pretty much overnight. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. So, uh, so that was awesome. 
Uh, then we uh, hung out for the Transformers Film Festival, mm-hmm. which is which is usually Friday night. But uh, I mean, they did something kind of cool for people that uh, really wanted to. Is they left the evening open so you could do a park or two, you know, if you wanted to. Since we were at uh, Walt Disney World, I guess we never even said that this was at. Well, we've talked about it on the cast, but it was at Walt Disney World, the Dolphin Swan Resort. Which I've been to Disney World and the parks surrounding it, I don't know, a couple million times. And that was the first time I've ever been in a Swan and Dolphin because it was always too expensive. So that was a treat. Well, yeah, and that's kind of out of the way, right? You would normally park somewhere else. You drive through, you pass it. Oh, do you? Yeah. So you knew it existed. You had just never just partaked in its beauty. And it's, uh, what is it, 200 and something dollar a night beauty or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, and we totally missed. Uh, Thursday night, we did a parts party. Oh, yeah. First ever parts party. Oh, uh, and there were so many girls there. Not. <laughs> but uh, so this is essentially one of the dealers uh, opens up his hotel room. And it looks like an old school Toys R Us. You've got tons of Transformers in package, uh, tons of loose stuff. Uh, but the main reason why we went is they were offering exclusive figure. That was the main reason you went. Oh, yeah, The main me. reason I went, uh, one of my missions was to find me a G1 box perceptor. Yep. And I did find a yeah, raggedy version. It's not the guy's fault. I bought it because I thought I wasn't going to find a nicer one later. But I did. That's coming up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what the exclusive figure uh, turned out to be was the Cobra Headmaster, but in a translucent red color. So, and you know me, I love translucent shit. Oh, I, you do? Oh, dude. That's, I, like, that's I know you nice. like the snow stuff. Oh, yeah. Snow stuff, too. Translucent. Uh, and why didn't Saber buy that? Uh, because uh, Saber doesn't... Well, but see, you have some custom stuff. That's Hasbro. what I don't get. Well, no, you've got like the animated figures. Yeah, you've well, got the Quintesson. Because Hasbro didn't make... Yeah, but that head, it didn't appear in a cartoon. Or it's did not, it? It's not... No. no. It, supposedly, what, what they were telling us was it was an unreleased head that they actually planned to make. Mm. Um, and they kind of got the, they got their hands on the design mm. and that's why they did it. So okay. supposedly again, I don't, I haven't ever seen anything to back that up, but anyways, uh, so we did the fan film fest. It was cool. There was an animated real world fucking spoof. Um, the, the funniest one, and I'm glad it won was essentially, yeah, yeah, it was a documentary about these guys trying to make a stop motion video for the contest. And it was just fucking hilarious. It was hysterical. The writing and that was great. And, uh, you guys don't know me. I, I slick is a movie guy. And I, I can't stand movies. I mean, I'm, every movie to me is terrible, and I judge it by the trailer before even seeing it. And, um, you know, this thing was cheesy, but the writing was nice, and it was funny. Dude, yeah. I mean, and that's – that. I mean, uh, 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 Dr. Smoove yeah. had, a, had an entry, and uh, he just does some amazing 3D animation. And, and the time it must take to put those together is just astronomical. And I agree with what you said about dividing it, make it 3D for one, comedy, you know, make categories. Yeah, but – I mean, these guys, it almost looked like they just threw it together, but you know they didn't. You yeah. know, that took tons of uh, editing and shit, but it, it was amazing. So, 
All right. Let's see. Um, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. So next we did uh, autographs. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, autographs from the uh, one of the main Takara Tomy designers. Um, I didn't really have anything for him to, zo- to, to sign, so I just had him sign my badge. Uh, same with you had Aaron Archer, uh, essentially the evangelist and god of all transformer dumb right now for Hasbro. Uh, and then uh, Bob Budiansky. And again, didn't have anything comic related for him to sign. And that's what's dumb is I have tons of those old school <laughs> comics that I should have freaking brought for him to sign. But um, but next up, uh, we went right back into line. Well, as much as they would let us, yep. they were like, no, nope, we, you, we you, formed the line. Yeah. We created it. And then the motherfucker let like 10 people in front of us happens every year. Yeah. Um, uh, to line up for Stan Bush, Paul lighting and Scott McNeil. Ooh. So Stan Bush, we both got last year. You had him sign your. You had a soundtrack too, right? Or what did yeah, you have him sign? Yeah, we took care last? of that. Uh, it was the Transformers the original movie VHS. That, oh, yeah. okay. So I had him sign a, a original movie soundtrack, and then uh, Paul Eiding, uh, best known for Perceptor. Perceptor. Yeah. I tried. <laughs> so, uh, so. Like you say, so you got the the forty dollar one, which was essentially it had a box and then a loose complete. It's pretty minty, right? Have oh, you the the, at... the figure itself is a C ten. Is it? Okay. But who cares? I wanted a nicer box. Yeah. So so he had that, and then you also found another one, right? I found one for $160. I was going to say, were you actually going to say how much you spent with it? Oh, she knows. <laughs> she's, she's good at math. She goes in a room and goes, oh, there, there goes another million dollars. <laughs> so he actually found uh, a pretty minty in box. You know, maybe the box would, I, I would maybe call your box about C7. What'd you think? Oh, I, I don't know. It's, it's pleasing to the eye. That's yeah. how I look at it. I don't grade. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's what Saber had signed. And then in Saber's eyes, uh, I had a, a piece of worthless crap signed. You had, <laughs> you had some bullshit. <laughs> I had my uh, my Toys R Us com- or not commemorative twenty fifth anniversary reissue Perceptor signed <coughs> by Paul. <coughs> crap. <laughs> <laughs> so the, this is where we need to get into uh, basically the theme of BotCon for Saber and I's experience together was. Uh, Anything that is not G1 or original for Saber is shit. Yep. Yeah. Much. You, might, you might as well throw it out because it's not worth anything. There, there, there's, there's nothing there of any value. Bunch of poop and a diaper bag. Whereas I, I was able to get uh, Hoist, uh, Trailbreaker, Ironhide, uh, Skids. All brand new, minty in box, super fresh G1 molds for 20 bucks a piece. Yeah, who cares? On the toy news. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see. So that's Paul Eiding. Scott McNeil, of course, uh, was a, yeah, was a freaking character. And uh, Slick, if you allow me to play it, in line, okay, I realized I didn't have anything for him to sign because he didn't do any G1 characters, and I didn't have a, uh, what's-his-face, Beast Wars Dinobot on me. 
So I Googled him right before, 10 minutes before, and I realized he did Hermie the Elf on Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah, that was freaking amazing. And not in the original, of course, because well, he would have only been like negative 10 years old. Yeah, you know. But, uh, but in the Island of Misfit Toys yeah. sequel. And he was nice enough to do this for us. See if you can replay it, because when the volume was up, I think it, it'll pick up well. Independent. I want to be a dentist. <laughs> yeah, that was freaking awesome. I, his panel that, that we went and saw, literally, he dropped 15 voices in two minutes. I mean, he's a character... He's got a cowboy hat that looks like John Bon Jovi's, you know, super customized... He wears one of those uh, sleeveless cowboy shirts with, like, roses and silver buttons on it and shit like that. I mean, it, it, he was a character. So uh, I had, again, something that Saber doesn't even acknowledge exists. I had him sign my uh, Dinobot and uh, Waspinator because they were two of my favorite voices, not necessarily characters, but two of my favorite voices from the Beast Wars cartoon. Well, I acknowledge that they exist, but tell them what version you had. The 10th anniversary. <laughs> so, uh, so that was pretty much our Friday. Uh, while waiting in line for autographs, we met a great guy, a G. Um, he is actually local. Uh, uh, so uh, after that, we decided to go hang out with him. We got more wings. <laughs> more wings. Essentially a knockoff of the place we went before. But a very, very good knockoff. <laughs> One of the rare times. Yeah. And and we tied a motherfucking on, dude. Yeah. Saber said he was fine. So, so I let him go with it. But... I paid the price the next day, dude. I can't oh believe it God. because you didn't. Uh, well, I don't know. I thought you weren't a lightweight, but hey. Dude, I am not a lightweight. I mean, I'm fucking. But okay. So on to Saturday, I wake up with the worst headache, probably the worst headache I've ever had. One oh. of the worst hangovers I've ever had. Yeah, you had on that pink dress that morning, right? <laughs> Dude, I was bitching and complaining. Saber, we couldn't get parking by the hotel. And I was like, Okay, you, you're gonna have to drop me off, dude. Why did I have to drop you off? <laughs> I had some serious business to take care of. <laughs> so, uh, so I was able to get in a little bit earlier than Saber because uh, they. All the parking lots were full, so he had to go to an overflow parking lot and take a bus where they fucking made you stand out in the sun. And that was the Hollywood Studios. or what? What is it called now? It used to be MGM. That same oh, parking Disney lot. Oh, Disney Studios parking lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. They That's what that was for. Yeah. Okay. And so uh, I just I, – I made it for about the last half an hour of the Transformers Prime uh, panel. Uh, so, uh, unfortunately they wouldn't let you take pictures or video or anything. Uh, I missed the first part of the slideshow that had a little production video, but, uh, was they replayed the pictures at the end. So they showed, uh, just models, you know, nothing actually 3d animated, um, but just, uh, uh, 
the actual prototype drawings of it. So they showed Bumblebee, Megatron, and Prime. The Bumblebee, of course, we've all seen from the from the little hub. You know the, oh, yes. the where the he sticks, he's yeah, a movie guy. yeah, yeah, where where he's a little smoothed out. Well, that's exactly what they are. And I'd uh, like to thank you for updating me on that panel today <laughs> because I was out there waiting in line. Thanks, Slicky. <laughs> so uh, Megatron and Prime, just like Bumblebee, are essentially movie molds. They're just a little smoothed out, and I'm sure they, I'm sure they did that. Uh, yeah, because those movie uh, for, figures have way too much going yeah, on. Yeah, so. to do a 3D animated cartoon every week. Um, I like them a little bit. One, I'm a fan of the Bayformers. I, I like how intricate the Bayformers are and that every piece of the car should be visible on it, on the robot, that kind of thing. But uh, but I also love my G1, where it's real blocky and, and more comic style. So this, they tried to make an amalgam of both of them um let me look up that word really quick (laughs) and they're also animated style so they're a little disproportionate so the shoulders are real big and then they kind of v into a waist yeah exactly and then they kind of spread back out at their feet so that was kind of cool to see um Shit, I don't even think I have. I I took some notes about it, um, but I don't have them with me here. I'll I'll post them up later. Uh, But it it looks like it's going to be really good. Um, When is the drop date on that? Because you failed to tell me. Well, see, and and they they didn't didn't even announce it. So it's it's everybody's seen the uh, the leaked uh, the leaked schedule, but they wouldn't say what day it's premiering they didn't say it's going to premiere when the hub premieres all they would say it's coming out in fall well we would have to assume that that it'll be one of the flagships you know one of the launch cartoons for that network but um okay so that was transformers prime then we went into the uh marketing review and this is actually uh one of the first times and see normally this is why we have microphone stands so I can actually so, type during the show. So and, I don't have to hold it the entire time? Well, that too. Oh. But so when I need to look something up on the internet, I can actually fucking type with both hands instead of having to hold the mic in one. Uh, so this was the first time that I live blogged about a panel. Uh, so this was the Hasbro marketing panel. So essentially, this is all the stuff that is ready to go, that's planned for this year. It has a release date. It has price points. And what that what that equals is pretty much everything that's been leaked from China, because that means it's already hit the factories. Uh, so some of the cool things, uh, Deluxe, Ratchet, and G1 Colors, um, uh Human Alliance Sideswipe Repaint, and we didn't get to, they showed, again, all these Hasbro panels, you're not allowed to record, you're not allowed to take pictures, anything like that. It's embedded in our minds. (laughs) There's a Human Alliance Sideswipe Repaint that's all black, and it has uh, Michaela with a new mold where she'll have her ponytail. 
Um, Classic Sturge was officially announced that we actually saw in the cases. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, new combiners are coming in the power core. And, and what Aaron Archer was saying is the, the, the combiners for power core are not like the teams of G1. It's not where you have five specific characters and that's it. The drones that attach to the main combiner robot, he pictures those as there's hundreds of drones out there. So you could have, you know, while the, while the, uh, Constructicon fucking power core combiners have these four, uh, construction robots. There's a hundred more out there that could also combine with them. Um, let's see. They show the, uh, the protectobots that I've got video of that that we'll be posting soon. Um, some of the questions that came up, uh, uh, news about Dinobots are coming tomorrow that we'll talk about here in a second. Uh, the Nest stickers, so the Recon Ravage, mm -hmm. those are only good for that promotion. So don't save those if you're not going to do the Recon Ravage. They're not going to do you any good anywhere else. Uh, my big thing, fucking just every time people just asking idiotic questions, you know, things that they're never going to answer. Uh, let's see They're They're really trying to work on getting the animated figures out. So, uh, they announced that the, well, and they didn't, they have confirmed because it had already been rumored that Rodimus and Ironhide, which did you see that Ironhide? I didn't see the, oh, yes, yes, I did. Yeah. He was like a, uh, orange. Yeah, yeah. He was like orangey. He was a darker orange in the show. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was, he was borderline red on the yeah. show. Like he should have been, but, uh, uh, so those are going to be Toys R Us exclusives later this year, just like, uh, the Cybertron Ratchet and the, and, uh, Cybertron RC. Uh, repaints are directed mainly by retailers. And I've heard this in, in Star Wars as well. If Target gets an exclusive, Hasbro is directed to make the repaints kind of reddish. Mm. incorporate red as much as they can okay same thing with walmart that's why like star wars we got uh we got a 501st trooper because it's blue you know kind of thing uh let's see uh email blah 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 so that's it for that panel I mean, again, it's mostly shit we've seen online. I mean, it really wasn't anything new. Sunday's Sunday's the big day for new stuff, for well, sure. Well, see, this was my first year actually going there with panels in mind. So, uh, it, you know, when I when I search the internet to see what's latest and greatest, I do it once a week, and I just type in like ROTF line, new ROTF line, and see what everyone's been writing. And I, you know, I see the figures here and there and rumored names, but um, this is a good way of just putting it right there on paper and it yeah, in your head. it's confirmed. Yeah. They're like all the all those little like camera shots of a Chinese factory worker, you know, are confirmed. This really is a fucking Hasbro Transformer that's coming out. Um, okay, so uh, that was the marketing panel, and uh, so this is about uh, about halfway through Saturday. We're going to go ahead and take a break, mainly just because I have to piss really bad. <laughs> and uh, we'll be right back for the rest of BotCon. Peace. It is a world transformed where things are not what they seem. It is the world of the Transformers. Transformers! Transformers! 
more than meets the eye. Autobots wage their battle to destroy the evil forces of the Decepticons. Transformers. Robots in disguise. Transformers. More than meets the eye. The Transformers from Marvel Comics. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, let's see. We, uh, so next up was the, uh, Transformers video game panel, <laughs> which I didn't really pay attention to. I was just on my computer and shit, uh, checking email, that kind of stuff. I was um, at the store, I believe. I mean, it, it, it's basically talking about what went into Transformers War for Prime. I mean, some of the most notable information is uh, Activision went to Hasbro already with the Bumblebee design. So that Bumblebee design was almost nearly unchanged by Hasbro. That's what they originally came up with. Uh, Activision really wanted to go epic with it, you know, and, and, and really define Transformers and, and Hasbro had, uh, Hasbro had, uh, 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 not a lot to say about what they came up with. I mean, they chimed in here and there, but Activision really kind of hit it on the head. Uh, so next up was the uh, uh, Paul Eiding and Scott McNeil panel, mm-hmm. which was just freaking hilarious. Hysterical. I mean, Paul Eiding's, Paul Eiding's pretty reserved. I mean, he's an older guy, but Scott McNeil is this younger Canadian guy that just goes off funny schizo yeah yeah um again not any real information to talk about just just kind of fyi you know like oh this is what happened you know during recording g1 this kind of stuff so uh we both skipped the peter cullen uh, panel because we had done that last year. It's the same uh, twenty questions. Yeah, exactly. Every single time, uh, I did go back to the collectors club roundtable, mm-hmm. and uh, and I I took notes on this too, and I don't know where they <laughs> well, are. Well, I'll add something to this. One thing I didn't know was that the guys who are helping you there, that the staff uh, who works with Brian there. They actually help develop the toys, and I never knew that until the panel. This is my first uh, Collector's Club panel. Oh, really? I was, so I, I said thank you to the guys. I'm like, look, I thought you guys were just staff workers. Yeah, I didn't know you were that involved, which makes it pretty cool. Yeah, that they actually like do the you know the remolds and the paint. Yeah, because they always talk about what kind of goes into the set and how they go from day one to a finished botcon set and the exclusives and that kind of thing. So that was cool. Uh, look for the show notes. I'll I'll put a link uh, to either my notes or or another site's notes if they're a little bit more complete or something. So uh, take a look at those. Uh, next up, uh, I skipped the IDW as much as I wanted to go there. I wanted to hit the store for a little while. Um, and then we had our little break before the dinner and the dinner this year was actually really cool. Um, normally it's like a casino night or something boring like that. Um, and this year it was the hall of fame. Let's see what it called hall of fame awards dinner. And it was real official. It was real nice. Yeah, it, it was. It was really nice this year. Instead of the normal kind of uh, 
buffet where you wander around and and pick off of this and that it it was like a little gourmet dinner you mean the buffets where people are constantly sneezing and wiping their germs on the food (laughs) that type of buffet yeah saber's a little bit of a germaphobe (laughs) i found out this weekend uh literally he he needed to use the restroom before i did that kind of the one downstairs (laughs) yeah or or yeah the the see and that's what i didn't get why you would use the public one one before you had used the one I just used. The human psyche is a scary place. (laughs) So, um, but it was really cool. We, we hung out with, uh, G that we had hung out with on, uh, on Friday. Uh, also uh, a couple uh, new people that we met that live right by you Mm -hmm. in West, in West Palm beach. If you don't mind me telling people where about oh, sure. you live. Dun, 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 you, yeah. you, you want your address? Uh, <laughs> probably not. It's on Sabertron. Um, we hung out with your homeboy from the last couple cons, a guy that, and I'm this is horrible, I don't remember his name, but. And I don't even remember what you're talking about. Oh, you mean Jason and the guy who won the set last year? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, really cool. Uh, uh, big surprise, Dinobot was the fan choice favorite for Hall of Fame inductee. Big surprise for me because I've tried to watch the show. I've told you repeatedly it's unwatchable. <laughs> I watch it for the continuity. Uh, Dinobot, uh, okay, cool. It's not a G1 character. and Oh, well, I'll t- I tip my hat to him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I- I was, I'm a sound wave. He's my, he's my main guy. I mean, he's, everybody assumed that's who it was going to be. And it, it turned out to not be him. Uh, the, the dinner itself was really cool. They showed a little three to five minute clip of each inductee that was awesome. The Soundwave one was absolutely hilarious. Yep. They did a lot of, a little, uh, uh, made him dance, stop. The film yeah, like a forth. little bit of looping of frames to make it look like he was dancing. Uh, you weren't allowed to take pictures or photos, but, uh, we, we might have an inside source on there that we might be able to mm. uh, post a couple videos of that so Tell you guys if- can see. Tell them if they want to catch the videos, uh, they can go to my Facebook, and I put every single one of those little inductee, those minute uh-huh. uh, films, they're all on there. They want oh, to you see already it. did it already. I huh? did it that night <laughs> while we were there, buddy. <laughs> the internet. <laughs> oh, iPhone 4. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, so uh, I guess it's not a mystery anymore. We do have access to those videos. Uh, we didn't, or, or, or at least Saber didn't listen to Hasbro. <laughs> Sabers are rebel. So, uh, yeah, I'll post a link to those. And so everybody can check those out. Uh, and then after that, I was hurting so bad that day. I just had to go home, dude. That, was, dude, that whole day I was just roasted. It, it was probably, even though some of the information was fun, you know, and the cons always fun. It's probably one of my least favorite convention days of my life. The funny part about uh, Slick was is anytime we were in AC, he was in the best mood. He was slick. <sighs> the moment we walked out, I hate my life. Dude, the humidity, <laughs> man. I, I come from a, a 5 to 10% humidity place to a what, – what is your average humidity here? Uh, I, I don't know, 70, 80, 90, 80, uh, 70 or 80. Uh, oh, it's ridiculous. God. 
Yeah, it feels like you're taking a shower while you're walking is what it is. And it wasn't even a high humidity type day. Yeah, you were saying that that it's been pretty nice the whole trip, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. All right, on to Sunday. And this is always the day I covet the most because uh, Sunday is, one, it's the designer's panel at BotCon. So it's where you're uh, learning about stuff that hasn't hit the factory, so it can't be... It hasn't leaked yet for the most part. It's the day that I go around and buy all the shit that I'm interested in. I kind of narrow down all my choices. I've been in the, been in the sales room enough to know, okay, this is how I'm going to spend my budget. And, uh, and, um, I guess that's really about it. Well, to add to that, I don't do it that way. Um, I'm kind of, uh, there it is. If I walk away, someone's going to grab it, and it's not going to be there when I come back. No patience. Yeah, and and a, a lot of the stuff I'm buying is is newer stuff, you know, because because I'm not a G1 guy. I mean, the big draw to BotCon is the loose stuff. Like if you're yep. looking for this gun or this foot, or you know, or you need a, a, a sticker set for this you know, figure that kind of stuff. That's the big draw. I mean, for, for people like me, I like my shit new. I want to, the biggest part for me for toys is to relive that kid thing Mm -hmm. of opening a box and seeing how they put the instructions in there and seeing how they put the toys in there and that kind of shit. So So. instead of a $50 fake prime, you can buy a $350 inbox g1 prime get the same feeling <laughs> the so so the one of the ones i kept seeing because i kept walking by his booth was a sealed g1 prime for fifteen hundred dollars nice yeah i mean it's again like i say it's just a it's just a diametrically a, a different way to look at the way to collect <laughs> and open your toys so uh uh the only panel or yeah, that was the only panel we did was the Hasbro marketing. And uh back to the panel there, again, these are guys who I think I saw last year around the Hasbro area. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking they're just, you know, schlepper marketing Hasbro guys. And oh then yeah. These young guys are making what I'm buying. So it was, you know, a lot of props, a lot of respect there. Yeah, and I guess I don't really th- talk about that too much is uh, you know, these people doing the Hasbro panels and like he says, working the Hasbro booth, these are the designers that are doing these toys. I mean, you can walk up the, they do sketches all day long for free. I mean, they're not like art. If you go to a con and you have an artist do a sketch and a sketchbook for you, you're paying 10 to 20 bucks for that. These are the designers that are designing the toys you're buying and you can walk up to them. And again, it helps to know what toys they yeah. design. So you don't ask them to draw something that they didn't design, you know. But uh, like a guy I talk to a lot, Bill Rowley, he did the he did the movie Lockdown. So last year at Comic-Con, walked up, said, hey, can you do a movie Lockdown sketch for me? Cool. And did a fucking quick little sketch, you know, and, and not just sketch with pencil, but they actually do pen work, you know, they do some line art, shit like that. So, I mean, it's amazing. If you really want to get that, I guess it's, it offers every level of involvement that you want to be part of. Mm -hmm. So you can get down to the minutia of, you know, 
why did you use red on this one part instead of the gray that was in the video game or, you know, something like that. You can ask a designer that, or you can just sit back and go to the store and buy some shit. That's how uh, our boy G was. I mean, I didn't realize till the end that um, he didn't have a single solitary G1 figure, but all his brothers did. And he went there to buy one figure for them, the uh, iPod guy. Oh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, so it's every flavor. So uh, real quick, we're going to have to kind of blow through this real quick because we're running out of time. Uh, Generations, awesome. Almost every figure in Generations coming up is going to have rub symbols. Sweet. That that is right there. That is one of my geek fests. Uh, We're going to get new Legends. We're getting a new Legends G1 Prime, Starscream, Prowl, and Megatron. Baby toys, the legends. Yeah, Saber's not a fan of the little guys. But the G1 Legends Megatron can be held by Masterpiece Starscream. He will be bought. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, never transformed, right? Just kept in his, in his, his gun, gun yeah. and held in Starscream's hands. Yep. Uh, we're also getting a G1 Scout Wind Charger. Uh, some of the more obscure stuff we're getting, uh, well, I guess one more obscure one is uh, G1 Duck. Deluxe, uh, oh, I put Skrill Grin. That's supposed to be Skull Grin. Uh, um, and then we're also getting a Deluxe Scourge. They were incredible looking. Dude, the Scourge, his head will pop out just like it did in the cartoon in vehicle mode. So that's awesome. Uh, we're getting that it was already leaked via the fuck up on the instructions, but they confirmed we're getting the War for Cybertron Cliff Jumper. But. Cliff jumper is always a no-brainer. Yeah, just paint him red. But it is a remolded head, at least, yeah. like the instructions showed. Uh, we're getting a G1 Deluxe Tracks, uh, and it will have wing flying mode from the cartoon. Uh, G1 Deluxe Jazz, <sighs> best part, pop out speakers, both in vehicle <laughs> and robot <laughs> mode. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's fucking tight. Um, next up, G one Deluxe Perceptor. And when they said Perceptor, I said, "There, what can you possibly do with that guy?" And they made him. What was it like? Uh, that science snow? It, it's truck? like a it's like a little truck with uh, it's like a it's like an SUV, but the back part has treads but on it. Don't they use those like in Alaska for research? I they, think? I, I think so. I think that's they. What sucks is they said specifically what it is. But we're in awe. Yeah. And I'm trying to type away as I'm live blogging. That was the one kind of sucky thing about the live blogging is I wasn't able to pay attention as much. Funny things that uh, like Jessica likes, like Skilgren. (laughs) I know she loves that type of stuff. Uh, we're also getting a deluxe Thunderwing. Um, they said that there were there were not going to be any Voyagers in the generation lines, but they did announce a Voyager G1 grapple based on Inferno's mold. So I, I guess we're going to get that. And then another Voyager was a a I wouldn't call him a, a G1 style, but maybe more real a realistic Red- style. Yeah, and the story behind it. Do you remember the, uh, the one of the fathers of the designers was in World War II, and that was the stickers that they used on the sides. No, that was highbrow. Oh, highbrow. That, but uh, this is the Voyager Lugnut. 
So we're going to get a Voyager lug nut that's less animated. So it's more of a realistic looks, style. It's more like the real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The plane mode looks like a real, I, I guess it's a B-2 bomber or something. I don't know the, but, name, but the, the uh, shark. Yeah, it's got the shark deco like I love on a plane. So that was awesome. Uh, power core combiners talked a little bit about that showed a little bit of the new ones. The best thing about the power core combiners, Dinobots. Beautiful. They said it yesterday to stay tuned till today or till Sunday to, to find out they're doing a Dinobots power core combiner. Very cute. And uh, the thing with these power core combiners, I'm not going to take too much time in uh, research and uh, looking at the backstory or anything. They're going to be bought, transformed, combined, shelved, and pretty. Um, and and it's not – this may be disappointing to a little bit, but it's kind of like the rest of the power core combiners. It's not the G1 Dinobots. There was like an Iguanodon. There was uh, the, ones I don't remember. the one from Jurassic Park 2, the Hammerhead one. Remember – they lower they're the ramming dinosaurs that have the big like bald head but uh um so that's were dinobots though cool, and cool they and they them. were in G1 colors too yeah that's that was cool it's a cool take on them yeah um so next up uh what they're really working on right now and this is Aaron Archer's thing he's gone from being toy designer uh to toy designer boss to now his main thing is he's working on the fiction of Transformers and they they are putting together a a conglomerate of Transformers continuity to make everything that we've seen Beast Wars, Beast Machines, All Spark, G1 make it all work together. Hey, it worked for Lucas. Yeah. Well, it didn't though. That's the problem. Is you have people constantly complaining about Lucas's Star Wars treatment. And you, you know. know what he does? He makes another series or another something or other. Yeah. Ching. So, so it's kind of cool. They they uh they talked a little bit about Alpha Trion, Liege Maximo, Vector Prime, Prima, Megatronus, which uh Megatronus is uh the book that is the prequel to War for Cybertron. They talk about a lot about Megatronus. So, if you want to find out more about that, read the book or at least read the the free four chapter treatment that uh, they put out. No, we don't read, remember? <laughs> You don't read. I'm sure some of our intelligent listeners do. That's what movies are made for. <laughs> and then, of course, The Fallen. Uh, probably one of the coolest thing about Megatronus was uh, his head looked like the G1 uh, Decepticon symbol. Yep. So, and, that's, and they said that that's where they came up with the symbol. Yeah, that's how Pretty they're cool. heading that fiction. So, um, so that's the marketing one. Again... We took some pictures of, uh, I'll, I'll be posting pictures of some of my favorite toys from the cases, as well as always, I'll have complete video of all the display cases. I'll have some miscellaneous videos of the con. Also, uh, they did very cool cases of all the Hall and Hall of Fame inductees. Real nice. Um, especially, uh, the individual characters. I mean, they almost had every incarnation of, Optimus Prime, Megatron, Starscream, and uh, uh, what the hell was Starscream, the... Bumblebee. Bumblebee, yeah. 
So, um, yeah, we're running out of time. We really wanted to talk about some of our favorite toys. Uh, maybe what we'll do before I put this out is we'll get you hooked up on Skype. Are you on Skype? Do you have a, a headset with a microphone or anything? No, I'm sure I can get my <laughs> wife, the new uh, head of uh, tech engineering here, to do it for me. Wow. That, that was, it's, that it's was a bad. glare. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that was pretty much BotCon, man. Uh, we I'm, had a great time. Last year, I said there's no way um, this 2010 BotCon could top last year, but uh, being with Slick the whole weekend – uh, it was a great time. Everything was nice and smooth. Uh, I mean, it's just nothing uncomfortable about it. Everything was great. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, had a blast. Um, it, if you didn't catch my tweets, they've already announced next year's BotCon. They're going, they're going back to Pasadena. So uh, I've already talked to Mrs. McFavorite. While we're, we're headed to Europe next year, um, we may be able to squeeze that BotCon in into the, the money slash uh, time off schedule. Oh, she could work overtime. <laughs> so ho- hopefully we'll be back in, at, at BotCon 2011. Uh, Saber's already said he's definitely going to be there. Right? No, not definitely. I'm there already. I just uh, haven't bought tickets yet because okay. my wife has to work overtime. <laughs> but if you want to get in at the hotel the hotel is already selling out of shit again they'll probably open up another block you know so if you don't get in you know don't go paying somewhere else quite yet but yeah i mean a couple days were already sold out as of yesterday and they announced as of sunday and they announced it on saturday and their plane tickets were bought too they bought them that night yeah there's people we talked to they've already bought their plane tickets they call uh, those uh, rich people yeah i was going to say fuck yeah yeah if you spent all your money at botcon and still have enough money to buy fucking another set of plane tickets for the next year you're balling <laughs> <laughs> all right well this has been slick oh who me <laughs> this has been sabertron toys and uh, I've been dying to do this podcast for the longest time, and I got the opportunity, and I feel like, I don't know, like Michael Jackson? No, that's a bad example. How about Michael Jordan? There you go. There we go. So uh, this was our BotCon Especial. We we may be tacking on to this. We'll see how time allows. Um, but most definitely, check out, uh, check out the show notes. Check out the blog post. I'll have extra links in there about everything we saw, everything we took pictures of everything we videoed uh so if you really want that botcon experience definitely check out the site check out the cast and uh we'll see you next time all right thank you very much slick hey thank you dude i i really appreciate your hospitality Good times your your, your friendliness your your understanding <laughs> and my my slacker dumb just let me do the driving <laughs> all right guys take it easy peace peace